I have an idea. I have a uh, prototype, a concept, if you will. Mm-hmm. Just kicking it around in the old noggin at the moment. Sure. But I thought I'd share it with you. Okay. Called a Robbie Rants. And at first I was thinking, because we're always looking for ways to innovate here on the radio show. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was something we could do here. But since it's been pointed out to me how much I complain as it is. <laughs> well, you remember Andy Rooney used to do that. Now, what's the deal with needle sterilized needles for patients that are getting the death penalty? Aren't they going to die anyway? <laughs> I'm Andy Rooney. This is 60 Minutes. Like, you remember that? I was kind of thinking it could be something on our show similar to that since, you know, Andy's dead. But. Yeah, that's true. But I just, maybe it's just a little too much negativity, a little too much sarcasm. Mm -hmm. Not needed. Mm -hmm. But I I do think this is a good idea. And, you know, I I love me. I love me some alliteration. You do. So I thought, well, where can we, maybe I'll go on Twitter. I'll create a second Twitter separate from my at Robbie Bridges or separate from the boss page. Okay. And we do at Robbie Rants. Okay, so these are just going to be your rants. The things that are are irritating you in the day, you're going to tweet instead of voice. Yeah. Now, is this going to be a stealth page? I understand it says Robbie, but are you going to identify who you are or is it just going to be? No, no, I haven't decided any of this yet. To be honest, I haven't even looked and seen if at Robbie Rance is open. Ah, so I'm okay. sure there's somebody who's going to go steal it right now. So I better go and <laughs> I better Create go and uh, sign up for this just to make sure do, I own it. You're going to have to do Robbie underscore Rance. <laughs> that would should be terrible. I hate I hate Twitter pages like that. And here's the deal. I like on Instagram where if you do that and you type in Robbie, it'll still come up. Right. Whereas on Twitter, you got to know exactly what's in it. Yes. Or it won't come up at all. Right. But here are a few examples of potential Robbie rant posts. Are these under 140 characters? Yeah, this is, these are just, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, paper, meat, cheese packs from the deli. The paper and the meat and cheese packs from the deli. Okay. What is the deal? <laughs> Why do we have to have these little pieces of paper? So they don't stick together. Right. Or why are we uh, taping up, you know, the package? I got to rip it open to be able to get the salami out. <laughs> so it stays fresh. How about that phantom thing on your phone where you're just sitting and the flashlight turns on? What is that? Why is that? That's true. That is very frustrating. How okay. about pe- people wearing face masks indoors by themselves? <laughs> I'm not anti-face mask. Don't get me wrong here. No, These are I people, know. They're, they're, they live alone. They're by themselves. Yeah. Nobody's there. Nobody's coming there. They're wearing face masks yeah. by themselves. Yeah, what, that's a thing. What is the deal with yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. <laughs> uh, you don't think someone's funny, so they're a hack. Oh, yeah. What is that? What is that? Just because you don't think they're funny? So th- this is the example. This is what Robbie Rance would be I like. I think this is a good idea. I like that. You know, I, I like this for several reasons, but mainly because I think that you'll be able to voice your frustration. And complain less both here on the show and to you. Yes. I was. Correct. I get to tell you, I was inspired in part talking to Nick because Nick is Nick trolls everybody. Oh, I love it. He's because so funny. That is not what they tell you to do in radio school. No. They tell you to be kind to all your fans, and Nick is like, "Nope, you're an idiot. You're an idiot." <laughs> and I want everyone to know I think you're an idiot. Yeah. So go ahead, Mister. Uh-huh. I'm also a meteorologist. Yes, I love it. So I was inspired. Maybe I should do this Robbie Rance. Thing. I think you should. I think it's a great. And I could just argue with people, but it won't be my page. It's Robbie Rance. I like it. I, I fully support Robbie Rance. Right. Well, I'm going to go sign up right now. Do it. Get ready, Twitter. <laughs> you don't know what you're in for, Elon Musk. Get all this. <laughs> 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM. Anywhere in the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Robbie and Rochelle back from vacation. Welcome to Monday, August the 1st, 2022. Hey, life's a vacation. We're always on vacation. <laughs> We yeah. could be digging ditches. We're having this a lot of true. fun. Having a couple of ha-has here yeah. today. 
That is true. Obviously, we've had some crazy stuff happen uh, over vacation, including, uh, I was impressed, the uh, kids apparently have more of a business acumen than I do. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll do a food file today, Robbie and Rochelle's food file. That's fun. We'll check the uh, Fast Five, the celebrity birthday file, a fresh he said. She said. On the way at 7.50 this morning, hashtag mom. Those are back, 7.29.20. we got a big stack in the community bulletin board, so we got a lot to do there. Open the uh, newspaper this morning. With all the uh, inflation talk, you know, worst inflation since the 80s, Rochelle realized there's something very expensive that people used to do all the time in the 80s that they don't do much anymore, and that's print out their pictures. And that is so true. It is true. And I'll tell you what, if uh, Facebook ever went down, I would lose just about every picture I've ever taken. I was thinking about it. I used to have a ton of photos from high school and college all on MySpace. And now you, I can't access any of those photos. And that's when... Did you go to the one-hour photo and have hard copies of I photos? I think though? a lot of those I do because they're a lot older. But I was thinking about it and going through my Facebook page. And a lot of the photos that I have on there, I do not have hard copies anymore. You get them backed up on your phone. I do, but I still don't have hard copies. So if something ever happened that I lost my phone, they'd be gone. Or if Facebook, like yesterday, Twitter wasn't working at all. So if Facebook ever went down, I would lose all of my photos. Right. So I went through and I there's a ton of photos on there, especially of the kids, that I just don't have any copies of and thought I would get them printed out. What about all our wedding photos? I don't, you know what? I don't have, I made a book once, a wedding album, and I never, I never proceeded to purchase the book because it was like 300 bucks. So I don't have, I think I have maybe three hard copies of our wedding photos and that's it. A lot of our, uh, a lot of these websites charge you money, right? Well, they, that's what I did. I went on and I loaded up the photos and I had maybe 150 on there that I thought were really good photos that I'd like to just have a copy And that's 300 bucks? Was it $2 a photo? No, no, no. That, that was, they were 49 cents a piece for a four by six photo to print out. So you times that by, plus they charge you shipping. Now, now. wait a minute. Now, hang on a second. Now, what if you go into Walgreens or something? If you put them on a thumb drive, what is it called? But then you have to still have, you have to have, what if there are no computers left? What if something happens crazy? Armageddon (laughs) happens. You have no more photos All right. That's a very unlikely scenario, though. It is, but I'm just saying. So if you go into Walgreens with the thumb drive and you put it in there, how much does that cost a photo? It depends. Sometimes they run specials, but they are anywhere between 20 cents a piece and $1.19 a piece, depending on the size is from what I saw online at least. So for the regular, what did it used to cost to get, you know, your vacation photos from the uh, one hour photo map? Well, I remember you take the roll. It was like six bucks, wasn't it? You take the roll and it was like six dollars. And I grant you half of them didn't come out because it was a thumb in front of the Well, how many pictures did you used to get on those little cameras? Like 30? 30 or so. But I remember when digital started going there and taking them to print out digital, they were like nine cents a piece. And now they're 20 uh, cents. I know we were talking about money yesterday, but this is what I don't understand if it cost six bucks for 30 photos 30 years ago, mm-hmm. why is it not maybe 12 now? How does it quadruple? I mean, shouldn't well, I can see it doubling? Because the cost of paper has gone up because the cost of supply has gone up. Well, you know up, what? Then that... you just make less money. That's what it is. <laughs> You're I... not allowed to just charge whatever you want. You just make less money. I, wa- I want to get these printed out. So I'm trying to find out. Like, I don't know if I should just make collages so I have less four by sixes that I have to print out. I mean, obviously, I I'm drinking. I'm joking around, but I'm drinking. Yeah, I'm joking <laughs> around. But it's crazy to me that they uh, keep gouging these prices for such a thing. I understand the cost of paper went up. I understand they got to make a profit. I do understand that. Right. But but no one is 
is printing out pictures anymore. There, right. is, there are no one-hour photo mats in a parking lot of uh, Sears. I don't understand why they still have the prices that high. If they brought them down a little bit, people might be more likely to print them out. Well, I think that's probably Come on, Kodak. part of the reason the prices have gone up is because the demand has gone down. So if you That's want not them, the way supply and demand I works. Kn- I know. It should bring I'm, the costs down. I know, but people don't get so they, they don't have the pay. They got to bring in the paper now and it needs to be. Sh- I don't know, but all I'm saying is I want to print out photos yeah. and I don't want to spend 300 bucks doing it. So I'm getting. No, well, you're not going to spend $300 doing it. Also, I think Kodak <laughs> is out of business. Are they still a company anymore? Uh, they are still a company. Oh, right. Yeah, you can still, but like if you go to Walgreens or CVS or one of those, you go to their little kiosk and you have to do it yourself. There's not a person that you, that I mean, does for these for prices, you. there should be a guy there serving me coffee while I get my <laughs> photos developed. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Well, we've been going through all of these because we were off for a week. So let's see if we can catch up. A lot going on as we head into August with a fresh new CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. You can feel free to send these in to us anytime. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page, 1071theboss.com. You can also get us on Facebook or text us, 774-4444. The 2022 Middlesex County Fair starts today and runs through the 7th. Cranberry Road in East Brunswick. Enjoy the rides, the food, the fireworks. It's Middlesex County Fair on Facebook for all the details. All right. Habitat for Humanity, Monmouth County, 11th Annual Golf for Homes outing. That's going on a week from today, Monday the 8th at Beacon Hill Country Club in Atlantic Highlands. This year, the event honors the borough of Atlantic Highlands for their generous support in building homes, helping the community, and giving hope to people in need no, of a great. home sweet home. That is very nice. Register mm-hmm. to a place, sign up, sponsor golftournamentconsultant.com slash habitat, the number four, humanity. That's golftournamentconsultant.com slash habitat, the number four, humanity. All right. It's one of those things where I would just write a little check because I can't play golf <laughs> and I wouldn't know what to do with a hammer and a nail. So no, no. I'm going to be of no use. I can simply make a donation and that's fine. That if that's is what fine. You, that's what you'd like to do. I'm yes. sure they'd be happy to have it. <laughs> Monmouth Park soon. There's Surf and Turf Seafood Festival Sunday, August 4th. Nearly 20 of the shore's best seafood establishments mm. converging for the annual seafood celebration. Crabs, lobster, scallops, <laughs> shellfish, they'll have them all. <laughs> Live music, too, from noon to four. Nothing fishy about it. No. I see what you did there. <laughs> I had to make myself laugh. Monmouthpark.com for the details. You can check out where the boss roadies are going to be on tour. The boss always on tour. So look for hot spots where you can win those hot boss summer shirts and the highly coveted recyclable boss bags. Just click community events or station events at 1071theboss.com. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you, needed to know this morning. Time to time, we get enough stories trending have to do with uh, food, beverage, we do a little something called Robbie and Rochelle's Food File. Excellent. It's Food File. You want to try it? I'll push a button. No. The last time we did this. I know. You said that you'd push the button. I did. And you didn't. I know. And so I don't trust you now. But I'm, I'm acknowledging that and nope. I'm apologizing for my indiscretion and I will push the button. right. I, I won't do it. Food. File. Food. File. See how it works? I'm not doing it. Come on. I'm not doing it. Just say something. Not doing it. All right. <laughs> You've lost my trust. <laughs> well. The button is dead to me. We'll just discuss this with HR. <laughs> These are stories training this morning, course, about food. Uh huh. There it is. See, I hit the button. I'll do it for you, too. Mm-hmm. No? Nope. All right. All right. Popeyes. Everybody to a Popeyes? I, you know what? I've we, ever been to a Popeyes. We've talked about this, and there's one right down the street, and every time I pass it, there's a line around the building, and I, I want to try it. I just have to, yeah, have to stop. Okay, 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 okay. That's all I can think of every time I see the sign for Popeyes. Does anybody yeah. remember Popeye the Sailor Man? Of course. Popeyes, once again, helping indecisive eaters, bringing back something they call the IDK meal. It's the I don't know meal. It's touted <laughs> as the perfect meal 
When you just don't know what you want to eat, they'll pick it for you. Oh, love that. The IDK meals include premium classic uh, lemonade or strawberry lemonade. Sometimes they give you a chicken sandwich, sometimes a spicy, sometimes a classic. Oh. It's available nationwide for a limited time. That's super fun. That's a great idea. Amazingly, really no spinach. So. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know what's in there. <laughs> sometimes you just got to make yourself laugh. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the story out of Florida because, of course, it's always... Florida. Florida. Man there gets intoxicated and then is uh, subsequently arrested. He calls 911 to report that his girlfriend ate all the Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> Joshua Larson apparently was uh, drinking <laughs> and was looking forward to a little tasty treat after his booze. Yeah. But she had eaten them all, so he called 911, and then the police came and said, Hey, man, can't call 911 just because you're upset she ate all the Sour Patch Kids. First, they're sour. Then they're sweet. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like your night in Florida. That's true. This is the food file. There's a guy in Boise, Idaho that has captured the Guinness World Record for the longest throw and catch of a hot dog into a bun. What? Here's wow. the moment that uh, David and Russell Phillips broke the record. This is David Rush. I'm here with Russell Phillips going after the Guinness World Records title. For the furthest distance to throw and catch a hot dog. Got it. Come on! <laughs> Got it. Nice. You know what kind of strikes me sometimes when it comes to these world records? <laughs> There's a guy who, uh, you know, he's into stats. He yeah. does really well. He probably goes to MIT. He gets great grades when it comes to all the uh, calculus and all of that. Okay. And he goes to work for Guinness. And they send him out there to, uh, can we be certain that this guy is the uh, farthest throw for a hot dog into a bun? Yeah. I feel like he goes home to mom and she's like, can't you work for the Census Bureau? <laughs> is this really an important use? We spent $60,000 on your degree. <laughs> well, I never thought about that. That aspect of the job, but I guess well, you're of course right. you didn't. But I'm here to <laughs> I'm here to raise these issues and say, well, just what are you doing, Guinness? Poor guy, is it really that important to have a world record in hot dog into bun? Well, throwing? you just read about it, so yeah. I guess it is. I suppose. And I... also, I kind of want to try it. I've never thought to throw a hot dog in a bun and see if I could catch it. Do we get the Guinness World Record for most time wasted on a radio broadcast about throwing a hot dog probably into a bun? Probably close. Yeah, probably you know, close. To you that. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, another hot dog news here in the food file. What is the most famous ballpark hot dog? The Dodger dog has been. Uh, staple there for years and years. They now have sold 2.7 million. Wow. This year, 3 million are expected to be sold. The National Hot Dog and Sausage Council president, yes, there is such a thing, Eric Mittenhall, <laughs> says that those dogs make up about 15% of all hot dog sales at Major League Baseball games. Oh so, my God, really? Wow. Parents spend all this money, send them through school, graduates <laughs> with a degree in business management. What's he do? He's a president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. <laughs> Very proud. President Mittenthal knows all about the sausages. Very you know what I mean? proud. Very proud. <laughs> well, this is unusual. We don't usually uh, get a celebrity in the food file, but mm-hmm. Brad Pitt is trending, and it has to do with food. Okay. He is now 58 years old, and he was asked recently in an interview what he's doing to stay fit, and he said uh, it's all about what he consumes. Interesting. Matcha green tea. Okay. Cranberry juice mm-hmm. and seltzer water. Mm-hmm. He says he also is on a strict diet of chicken, broccoli, and brown rice. Super fun. (laughs) (laughs) He does look good, so I will give him that. Brad Pitt, 58 and hangry is my guess. Probably a little hangry. Are you allowed to uh, drink coffee and that sort of thing when you're on a diet like that? Yeah, if it's black, it's the cream that always gets you. It's got the sugar and calories and stuff. So if you have black coffee, it's basically water. But... Uh, good morning, Mr. Pitt. Don't talk to me. My guess is if he's that's what he's Mr. drinking Pitt's and a eating, angry. he's probably abstaining from caffeine, too, because yeah. matcha tea does not have caffeine, and I don't believe. So, he's yeah, he's probably pretty hangry. No caffeine, no food. But he looks good. <laughs> but he looks great. But he looks good. So, he's got that going for him. So, suck it, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs>
Well, this is more my speed. Krispy Kreme has announced they're partnering with Popsicle and Good Humor for new ice cream truck flavored donuts. Ooh, that sounds, that sounds really good. That's the whole story. <laughs> Just goes to show you, uh, you remember that poem, The uh, the Road Less Taken? Yes. Brad is on the road less taken. Uh-huh. The rest of we Americans, we're eating popsicles taste like donuts. That's right. Or donuts, donuts taste like popsicles. Yes. Who the hell cares? We're all going to die before the age of 70, okay? And last, our friends at Burger King serving new green-colored Fanta mystery flavor. Ooh. It's called Frozen What the Fanta. <laughs> the new mystery flavor replaces frozen Minute Maid strawberry lemonade mm-hmm. in restaurants nationwide. Now, Burger King restaurant locations. Any ideas with the green-colored Fanta? Phantom mystery flavor might be. Most people say slime. Lime. Oh, I was gonna say slime. Slime. When I think of anything that's green, I think of that. Double dare? No, no, remember that high C with Slimer on it from Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. So every time I see a green drink, that's all I think. I think it tastes like that. It's like slime. Maybe it is slime. Maybe it's slime. Maybe you should tweet at them and say, (laughs) I think I figured it out. I did. Is it slime? (laughs) What the Fanta? (laughs) What the Food File, excellent. It's a food file. What the Fanta? And we were off, of course, uh, this past week. And when you share custody with the kids, you get little notes that you pass between each other. <laughs> so, like, sometimes you'll say, hey, while the kids are with us, you should be aware. You tell right, you. And then right. your ex will tell us, hey, just remember, they got this is their medicine, then the prescription, they got right, this, right. this thing going on. Or remember, they got a, whatever it is, okay? So, apparently, the kids are working on, well, why were they doing this? They, they had you. They have a summer bucket list. Okay. So they have a full bucket list of things that they would both like to do. So this had nothing to do with school or anything like that? No, no. Lola, in particular, has made a specific TikTok page that is all just her summer bucket list items. So she's okay. got a, she's got a front and back So this is page. a TikTok thing that young kids are doing right now. I don't right know if it's, if it's a TikTok thing. She's just doing it and then putting it on. She's documenting what she's doing on TikTok. But he let us know that the kids wanted to set up a lemonade stand. Yeah. Because they did this out there. Mm-hmm. And to my astonishment, they made $120. $120. Cash. Cash. Non-taxable income. I cannot believe they made a, They were out there for an hour and a half. Right. Made 120 bucks, And, and he had, said, listen, when they come and visit you, they'd like to try in your town and see if they can repeat the product, which is a brilliant idea. Sure. And I totally get that. Yeah. And so he's just letting us know that this is not a scam or anything like that. Mm-hmm. The kids really did right. this before, and they'd like to scam, do it again. Right. Out of money. Like, well, when it comes to Lola, there's <laughs> there's always the risk that there's she's trying to bamboozle us out of money, right? Or right. you know, and God bless her. Yeah. That's the American no, way. She's she's definitely going to be some sort of businesswoman when she gets older because her negotiating skills are like top notch. Now, did they do this so. together as brother and sister, or is this just Lola? No, no, they did it together. They did it together. So it, they set up a lemonade stand where in the neighborhood where they live. Yes. Yep. In front just, of the, just in front of the house. In front of the house. So this is like Charlie Brown. Style. Yeah, they had a table. They had a patio tent back there. They had lemonade that they made in a big pitcher, and then they did have cookies that they they didn't make the cookies. They bought store. They went to Costco or whatever. Even more genius, of. right? And so every lemonade, it was by donation only. So whatever you now, what are you to donating get, to? To them, her, her sign said donation only. <laughs> So there is no charity involved at all. She's the charity. Oh man, that's so good. It did, but she didn't specify. She's gonna, a huckster. She's not, a regular huckster, she, and I love it. She did not say we're going to give this away. She just said donation only. Whatever <laughs> you think this is worth. <laughs> 
and she made one hundred and twenty dollars. One hundred and twenty bucks. You know, it's also hour a, and a half. Just an hour and a half. An hour and a half. You know, it's even more. Well, let's do the math on how much money per minute that is. And what's even more remarkable is that they live in a very quiet neighborhood, so it's not a high traffic area. Right. So just the fact that they attracted enough people. Did right. they get maybe one big donor that dropped fifty I bucks? I, I don't. I don't know if they had. You know, I, my guess is they probably had a grandparent that came over and gave them a twenty spot or something. But still, uh, but that's still, impressive. I, I'm very impressed. Okay, they so, ran out of everything within their hour and a half and and made the hundred and twenty bucks. So we're told that they did this, and you know they'd like to do it. So if you're up to it, would right. you? And you said, well, sure, we can sure, do that. So then try. the kids get here and blah blah blah. Now I was not home. Yeah, I was visiting my folks, but mm-hmm. you did this. Yeah, uh, with the kids while I was away. Uh huh. And now we have a, a subdivision. They have food trucks in all the time. <laughs> so this is not really that unusual to yeah. have. Uh, not, I don't know if they allow soliciting or whatever it is, but you said, well, let's just set up this little deal. So you set up the little, you make a little yeah, table. Just kind with, of, I tried to emulate the same thing that they did with just a table and just the tent, and and that was basically it. And we did we made the pitcher of lemonade and we got the cookies and we zippo nothing. nothing. Zero. Nothing. Nobody. Nothing. Nobody wanted to buy lemonade from these cute, adorable little kids. Nothing. (laughs) You dropped the ball, Old Bridge, New Jersey. You dropped the ball. On on their behalf, we we do not live in a neighborhood where there's people always walking around or even driving or outside. No, we live in a a community where there's all kinds of people that don't work. All they do is just leave their car park, so they're all on their little laptops working from home all day long. What you should do is go get a little exercise and spend a buck to get a nice lemonade and help a kid out. Right. I I think what we need to do is go up to like Route 9, just go on the corner there and set up shop there and hope that we don't get in trouble from the city. I was going to say, you're probably going to get picked up by the police. Don't Don't do that. (laughs) We can't do it. There's nobody walking. The cars are going by like 80 miles an hour. Right. So I had 30 five cookies and 12 glasses of lemonade and I was like <laughs> yeah, now, now by I'm the done. way that's a good thing this worked out really well for Grayson and I because then there were just endless There's chocolate chip so cookies so many cookies so that, I'm like you want another cookie and he's like yes I do <laughs> I was like oh good me too let's have some Zippo Zippo I'm great Robbie how are you doing great thanks for making some time for us Boy, you live an exciting life. I've just uh, I've just been looking at some pictures from your adventures, some clips from the show, reading your bio. It's a pretty exciting life that you lead. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, thank you. I like it. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Is this kind of your, uh, is this like Christmas week for you uh, with uh, Shark Week going on the Discovery Channel, the Discovery app and all that? Yeah, Shark Week. It, it, it's, it's the biggest week of the year. It's, uh, it's still the Super Bowl of cable television. It's been around for 34 years. And any time that my team and I get to communicate our passion and, and love of these magnificent creatures on such a giant platform, we're, uh, we're pretty happy. Where does your passion for, for sharks, for, for really all marine life, for, for science, where does it all go back to? Does it go back to school? Is it someone in your life that inspired you? How did this all start out for you? Good question. Yeah, you know, I grew up in the southern African bush of Zimbabwe, a son of a safari business owner, and uh, it's, it's really all I've ever known. I've been pretty singularly focused on wildlife my entire life. And, uh, you know, if you ask my mom, I'm a complete Philistine because I have no interest in music or culture or <laughs> art or society. I am just interested in critters and creepy crawlies. And uh, I, I, I don't know where it comes from, but it's the only thing I really love. This has nothing to do with Shark Week, but I happened to see a news story this morning, and I wrote this down to ask you about, and, and I'm curious what is going on. But is it true that the monarch butterfly is about uh, two levels away from being classified as a endangered species? Is this possible? You know, it's so sad. There used to be, even where I live here in Santa Barbara, California, we used to be able to go down to these certain eucalyptus groves and see just millions of them in the trees. And now I have a two-and-a-half-year-old son and a, a 
taken him a handful of times to go and look for these monarchs, and we see three or four butterflies. He goes, look, Daddy, and it's like, God, things are changing, man. And that, that's really just like a little a little glimpse into what's going on the world over. I don't want to be doom and gloom, but boy, is it sad when you have animals with these mega populations just sort of falling to nothing. Is that what's happening? This is just changes in climate, changes in their ecosystem, their environment, and it's causing the population to go down, kind of like what happened with bumblebees. We heard this a few years ago. Is that what's going on? You know, habitat loss is a big contributor. Climate change is a big contributor. Um, and, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You know, things are, things are shifting and changing yeah. at a rate that most creatures cannot keep up. Well, that kind of breaks your heart a little bit. But, uh, again, I happen to see that I wanted to pick yeah, your brain on yeah. it. On a brighter note, there's two specials going on for uh, Shark Week, and you can either watch them or you can get them uh, on demand, of course, or on your Discovery app. The first one, I think, is one you taped last year and that uh, they repurposed this year. That's the uh, Extinct or Alive Jaws of Alaska. So you want to tell us a little bit about your Alaskan adventure? With pleasure, yeah. So Extinct or Alive Jaws of Alaska is, uh, you're right, it premiered for the first time on Discovery Plus last year and is airing on Discovery Channel Shark Week this year. And it's, uh, it's a fun show. My team and I literally dive beneath the ice to try and get to the bottom of who is attacking seals and sea lions and other marine mammals up in Alaska in a region not known to have great white sharks and on bites of these marine mammals that do not match any known orca or, or, or you know other marine mammals. So it really is a shark that's creating this drama, but which shark is the question? And it is a cold and very fun adventure. <laughs> yeah, we now the second one we saw some clips from this. This is kind of wild, and this is brand new for twenty two. It's Island of Walking Sharks. Now you go down to uh, New Guinea, and I was reading this to Rochelle, and I said uh, he's he's looking to prove that sharks are evolving to walk on land. And she said, "You mean that sharks used to walk, and then they've evolved to go into sea?" I said, "No, he's saying that these are, they're going to be walking around." So what what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. Um, yeah, so in Papua New Guinea. There are three known species of epaulets, otherwise known as walking cat sharks, that over millions of years have evolved the incredibly specialized ability to use their pelvic and pectoral fins to actually crawl along the seafloor like a salamander. Wow. What's going on, or what's rumored to be going on, is that these animals are using the specialized ability to not just crawl along the seafloor, but actually leave the ocean and enter into tide pools to hunt for small fish and crustaceans. Oh, my God. head to Papua New Guinea to try and capture this never-before-captured behavior on film. Wow. Well, it's, again, I just saw a little 30-second clip, but it's uh, it's pretty neat. So we're going to definitely check it out. Discovery or Discovery Plus app. Now, in addition to these uh, Shark Week shows, you know Forrest is also the host of Discovery's Mysterious Creatures. And then you got an Animal Planet show, and that's Extinct or Alive. So you're, you're a busy man. You, leave an ex- live, you lead an exciting life, I should say. So thanks for being on with us, uh, Shark Week. We appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Kind of hard to believe we are the first day of August day already. Well, some good news. The summer peak is over. It peaks in July every year. We've reached August. We can all relax (laughs) because the signups for Ashley Madison have decreased. What? Now that we've reached August, Ashley Madison, uh, the dating website for married people, Uh (laughs) reveals that the summer peak comes every year in July. They have found over uh, their years of operation that uh, signups tend to peak during the (laughs) summer months. Apparently, people looking for a little summer loving had mm. me a blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that they now have uh, begun to decrease after skyrocketing last month. Right around the 4th of July is when the fireworks start going off in the sky. So luckily now, we have reached the lull of August on <laughs> AshleyMadison.com. Well, I can't believe that people go on there. 
Oh, I can't either. I think that that's I really can't. Bold. I mean, listen, it's, uh, it's one thing to be the kind of person that's going to uh, go and seek something beyond your marriage, especially sure. if that's not agreed upon within the marriage. Right. But I think it's another thing to put yourself out there and create a profile <laughs> and meet other cheaters on a website. Right. I mean, that's some Charlie Sheen behavior right there, isn't it? It really is. And beyond that, she's had her, that the person who owns that, they've had their database leaked like three different times. So it's not discreet. Is there it's an not- actual Ashley Madison? When you said she, is, I that, think is so. the CEO I, actually I named think, Ashley Madison? I believe that there is. I remember watching a... <laughs> Of course, it was an E documentary about one about this this website because the Turns first out time Angie from Angie's List is also right. the lady who runs <laughs> Ashley Madison. Listen, we'll right. find you a nice babysitter, right. and also right. And so, they, they, but their databases have been leaked because they're just run by everyday people who are doing their stuff. But it's supposed to be completely discreet, and in your meetups, nobody will know what's going on. It's very expensive to sign up for it. It's not like the $20 Bumble or whatever. It's very, very expensive and it's still not secure. So I think if you're just going to go and be a cheater, just go and, be, go a and ge- be a cheater. Just right? go and be a cheater. I mean, you're going to get a caught. Profile. You're going to get caught either way. Let's I mean, how honest. many politicians and pastors and these kind of oh, yeah. uh, holier than thou kind of people right. go out there and talk about, uh, society's not the way it used to be. And then we right. find out they have an Ashley Madison profile. <laughs> right. I mean, good well, God. That's what I'm saying the whole point of it was it's no one is ever supposed to be able to find out that you have it. And yet they do because, you know, cheaters generally get caught. That's just what happens. But I suppose if there are people that this is their deal, like it, the couple wants to go sure they, if they get excited by this sort of thing there's probably other websites just for that right oh i'm sure well sure i'm i think not you that could, you would know i'm just no no i not. just imagine there's probably a website for anything you want well right? i know when i was dating when i was on some of those dating sites there were people who were like i'm married and i were looking for that i mean it said it right there in their profile now you don't always believe that it could just be the guy trying What's to that say mean i'm married but i'm separated and so i'm looking for well, my the next separated person? thing is a thing that's I mean, half, the, guy, separate, half right? the guys on there are like, I'm separated. We're going through it. Until you filed for divorce, we're, well, I'm not dating right. you. I'm not touching you. But beyond See, I think that. That should be in a little drop down box. Yes. We, we have filed. Fi- we're have, just awaiting a signature filed? from a judge. Right. Yeah. Have you filed? <laughs> but beyond that, I've seen ones where they, they're they an actual couple that say, we're looking to spice up our, our marriage. And this is so it's you're not just dating me. You're dating my wife or my husband or whatever. I've, I've absolutely seen that. You know how we've done that lyric or lie or whatever? We should do a segment here where we talk about songs that suddenly make you go, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you know, because there's a, like the Pina Colada song. Yeah. is a fun, happy. Everybody would describe that as like a party song. But uh-huh. if you think about the lyrics, it's a horrible song, right? Sure. The guy's reading the newspaper in bed next to his wife or, yeah. or girlfriend, whatever she is, and is bored with the relationship. It starts off with, get tired of my old lady. So he's in the paper reading I didn't the even, personal I didn't, even know, I didn't even know that or think of that, but yeah. What okay. do you mean you didn't know that? If you listen to the words of the song now, granted, I don't know, because I just think, I like Pina Colada. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. R- that's Rochelle of course, is stuck on the part about the boots. Understood. Well, that should make you feel good that I wasn't, you know. But that's what I mean. The guy's reading the personal ads, which, you know, then they only had the right. newspaper. Right. And he meets another one, and it turns out it's his wife who was two time in What a horrible oh, song, you know? I didn't know that. It's a well, horrible song. There's, you just made me hate that song. That, Thanks. Right? Wow. Or is the other one, uh, Take a Letter, Maria, about oh, the guy that's. Yes. Uh, He's leaving his wife, and he's like, by the way, uh, my secretary, what are you doing later? Right, Like, right. what a creep. These are horrible songs. That's why you get the song Jolene after that. Like, yeah. Well, that's- <laughs>
Come on. Yeah. All right, time for uh, hashtag mom. Confessions. This is the worst transition. In the- Quite hey, can a you segue. tell we're a little rusty from a week off? Quite a segue. All right, we got a whole bunch of these uh, that people have sent in using that hashtag, yeah. MOM mom. Sometimes we hear from dads, mm-hmm. probably ones on Ashley Madison. I hope not. And we share them every morning like this at 720 and 920. Janet Meyer said, I'm a mom to teens, so I've just added sigh and eye roll interpreter to my resume. That's <laughs> true, yeah. That's true. Crystal Mariah said, the way my kids use toothpaste, they will never have a cavity in the bathroom sink. <laughs> That's so true. I yeah. don't know. I think when Grayson brushes his teeth, he gets more toothpaste on the counter, on his face, and in the sink than he does in his mouth and on his teeth. I don't understand. He is it's an just, expert at making a mess with his food. Just, it's ridiculous. Or any kind of uh, liquid, any substance you put within his, crazy. His, his general area. I mean, the toothbrush goes right in your mouth. Like, how does it end up? Anyway. You know what's the worst feeling in the world is when you accidentally, you go in there for the first brush and oh. you accidentally swallow all the toothpaste. You ever done that? No. Man, <laughs> Why that would is you a, swallow? Well, what do you, I mean, if you accidentally, if it falls off and you, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like the gag reflex. I'm going to put that in the Ashley Madison yeah. profile. <laughs> Aunt Laura Loves Chocolate said, my toddler insisted that I hold her and is now crying because I touched her and suddenly I'm questioning this whole motherhood thing. <laughs> well, good luck for the next 18 years. That's right. Hashtag mom. Every morning, 720 and 920. Only on this show do you get Ashley Madison and then Mom Confessions. That's right. You're welcome, Well, thank you for staying in touch with us. It was nice uh, keeping in touch on Facebook while we were off for a week. We always like to uh, check in on there. You can follow us right at 1071theboss.com. We get the shows on demand. So maybe if you missed us, you checked out one of those on-demand shows. I know I did. I was just cracking myself up. (laughs) Not really, but... You probably were. They are posted right there. I totally was. (laughs) 1071theboss.com. Or wherever you get your podcast, it's Robbie and Rochelle. Just depends on which uh, social media it is, and it should pop right up for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, TikTok, Facebook. Okay, time for Robbie and Rochelle's fast five, five big old trending stories. We thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. We will count down today. Totally listen to several of the podcasts. I, I have no doubt you listened. And to. A little notepad made made yes. some critiques of myself. No doubt. You and did a little that. meeting. Uh huh. With so, yourself. How are we feeling about the show? Well, we're feeling like you know that could have gone a little better. Clearly, Joe hates me. Number five, The Office <laughs> is getting its own Lego set. Hey, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Oh, okay. Right. You can build a building that looks like, uh, what is it, Dunder Mifflin, mm-hmm. the uh, the office building, the and then the inside can look like the set of The Office. It'll run you about 120 bucks. It's due out in October. They say the Lego people just in time for the start of the holiday season. That's what she said. <laughs> I see. You see yeah. what it did there? Yeah, that's... <laughs> You get an extra $120 for a Lego set of The Office. Legos are expensive. It doesn't matter what it is. I know, but this is not something a child would want, right? I can see a kid wanting like a pirate ship (laughs) Lego, but not The Office. So this is clearly going to be some big nerd that, you know, wears his socks and gym clothes around. I don't know if you know this, but your brother-in-law is a huge lover of all things Lego and will absolutely be spending $120 on this. And how does his girlfriend feel about that? Probably not great. She feels just fine. He's at home playing with Lego. She knows he's safe. He's good. Well, he's He's making a hell of a lot more money. Than we are so maybe he's got that he's got that disposable cash yeah, yeah. by the way bonus story speaking of offices there's a company in japan because i saw something hashtag nap box that is trending i was like what is that so it's a japanese company that's releasing these it's just basically a stand-up shelving set okay that you crawl into yourself you have to sleep standing up 
but it folds neatly into the corner. Oh, it's a nap box. Nap box. Yeah, what do you think you, I said? I, well, that's what I thought you said. I just didn't understand what that meant. Well, like I didn't know what it was either. So it's Napping kinda, in a box. Yeah, it's kind of shaped like a water heater with a little door in the front, and then there are shelves where you stick in your feet, and you're, you just, then you close it. Mm-hmm. So you, I think this is a sarcophagus. That's what I was thinking. That's a coffin. That's you are a mummy like. is what you are. <laughs> No, but all the little compartments and stuff. This is like King Tut. That's sort of. very strange. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, I don't. Can I you imagine walking into the boss's office and he's like uh, sleeping? He comes out of the. Oh, oh my god! Oh. I you knew he was ring. undead. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Number four. What is the most inappropriate thing you can wear to work, to the mall, to any public space? Mm-hmm. Gym clothes comes in number one. Speaking of socks, right? I'm currently wearing gym clothes. Flip flops. Crop tops, overalls, Crocs. Oh, those are inappropriate anywhere all the time. They're what are so those uh, wooden shoes clogs, right? Clogs. Can you imagine wearing those someplace? Nobody wears little, clogs. Those little pointy wooden shoes. <laughs> those hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually wearing, I don't have the flip-flops on, but I do have a semi-sort of crop top with gym pants <laughs> and regular shoes today, but normally I would wear flip flops. Now maybe so maybe we can make the argument those are it's too casual, they don't belong. But I don't think anyone is really going to raise an eyebrow if you show up someplace, especially I mean maybe the workplace, but especially the mall. Yeah, or even going over somebody's house if you show up in flip flops. Right. No one is that. really going to say anything. I okay? don't think so. But if you show up with clogs, <laughs> maybe they don't say anything. But you know, the minute you leave ear space, someone's going to go. Why was Bill wearing wooden shoes? <laughs> what is the deal there? There's more to that story. Absolutely. Than meets the eye. <laughs> Number three, study found uh, young people, these are people under the age of 40, which is terrifying, by the way, that that's what young people are considered. They get no health benefits whatsoever from drinking alcohol. The amount you can safely drink with uh, no negative affects is negligibly low if you're under the age of 40. However, once you get over the age of 40, uh-huh. having small quantities of alcohol uh-huh. uh, could actually be good for you and uh, lead to less cancer. So, Really? <laughs> I know what I'm doing this afternoon. <laughs> well, I wonder why under 40 it doesn't affect you the same way it does. Because your body's not fully developed. At under 40? That's what it you're says. You're not fully developed at 40? I don't know. You got all your molars? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I think I do. Drink up America and enjoy... <laughs> All for your health. That's true. Just what the doctor ordered. Yes. It's a scotch. Uh Uh-huh. I'm still not drunk yet. Number two, there's a guy in Missouri who's suing Bass Pro Shops. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The active wear and... Mm -hmm. The outdoors. Yeah. yeah, There's fishing fishing rods and boots and all those kind Mm -hmm, of things. mm -hmm. Well, they did not honor a lifetime warranty he says they had on socks that he bought (laughs) that had a label on them, and he took a picture of the label. It does say it. The last socks you'll ever need to buy. Now, it doesn't specifically say lifetime warranty. It just says they're the last socks you'll ever need to buy. Okay. They brought them back, and they said, well, it's advertising. It doesn't mean you have a lifetime warranty in the socks. He begs to differ, and so he has uh, hired a lawyer, and he's suing Bass Pro Shops for misleading advertising. These socks are supposed to be the last pair I ever needed to buy. I just had to buy another pair of socks. Oh, my gosh. Just buy another pair, Bob. Just buy another pair of socks. Just buy another pair. Number two, the Wall Street Journal says armpit hair for women is the hot fashion trend of summer 2022. That's hot. (laughs) Say, stop shaving it, stop worrying about it, just Mm. let it grow freely. Mm. And I know I get all my fashion information from the Wall Street Journal. Sure. The beacon of the fashion industry. Mm -hmm. How does that sound to you? (laughs) Because to me, it sounds a little gross. Listen, I, I think women should do whatever they want. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's probably not for me. No. <laughs> you know, I'm certainly not here to. 
put society's rules on anybody. Yeah, no, listen, if that's your thing and you don't, and you, it's a hassle. It is absolutely a hassle. Sure. Every day you got to do it. You miss a spot inevitably. And let me it's just say, just, if you've been to the beach at all, there are probably some men that should shave that hair. Yeah. Trim it back a little bit, Joe. Trim you, it back a know, little bit. Not Joe Nolan, but but probably Joe. Right. <laughs> yeah, again, if it's your thing, yeah. good for you, not my thing, I'm not going to be hip to that trend. That's just me, but... You know. But whatever happens in fashion, just know you'll find it in the pages of the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Perfect. And number one, how about this? There's a paranormal investigator. Now, this is a flawed premise from the start because mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't really believe, here is where I will take a stand. I don't believe that's an actual profession, okay? Uh-huh. I don't know that being a literal ghostbuster is a real thing, okay? Well, if you get paid for it, then it's a real thing. Who is paying these people to be paranormal S- investigators? Somebody with a haunted house. <laughs> Which I don't believe is a thing. Which is okay? crazy because you've been, to, you've talked to one of these, whatever no, they're called, and they no, no such yeah. no. This is this is not a psychic. This is not a uh, yeah, clairvoyant. The, the this is a paranormal talk- investigator. The this psychics- is somebody who walks around one of those little meters on their phone and goes beep beep beep. Oh, I there's ghosts know. here. Come on. But the psychics talk to the ghosts, and the paranormal activity people find the ghosts, so you can talk to them. This is ridiculous. The whole <laughs> thing is ridiculous. There's a paranormal <laughs> investigator. He says he has figured out why we have been unable to locate big. Bigfoot. He believes Bigfoot is in fact an interdimensional being that, like other ghosts, can disappear at will and run through different dimensions, only sometimes appearing in our world. <laughs> who did this interview? Who hired this person? Who who asked a paranormal investigator about Bigfoot? For the love of God, I would like. To, I think we should try to schedule an interview with this guy. I'd like to know. Right. I do believe in this stuff, but I'd like to know what proof he has that Bigfoot is a paranormal being. Well, you know what? In spite of myself, I also would like to know. Yes. but I feel like we're only perpetuating the ridiculousness by giving this you guy don't a know. platform. You don't know. Yeah, I feel like I do know. You don't know. I feel like I do know. You don't know. World famous Liberty Birthday file this Monday, the first of August. Aquaman himself. Jay Jason Momoa is 43. I thought he might be a little older than that. Really? He looks a little older to me. You think? Yeah. This guy, you're going to be surprised. Coolio. Uh Uh-huh. He's 59 today. Okay. Steven Sharippa, Bobby Bacala himself from The Sopranos, 64. Today is National Girlfriends Day. Oh, that's fine. National Respect for Your Parents Day. Okay. That's an interesting combination. <laughs> sure. Gone but not forgotten, Jerry Garcia from The Grateful Dead and Dom DeLuise, born on this date. Herman Melville, the guy who wrote Moby Dick mm-hmm. and Francis Scott Key. Oh, wow. Who wrote the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. Born in this date of 1779. All right. But now is dead, so. <laughs> okay. Much like our country. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's all over. Uh-huh. Right, a couple things to address here. It's 559 and right. I called Joe earlier this morning. I'm like, where where are you? You come? He's like, I'm right here, right here. For a minute, I thought maybe he went out to Illinois and won that big uh, Mega Millions jackpot, but no. <laughs> I'm back from vacation, and Joe is here, so neither one of us have won a dime. So No, nothing. Actually, we did win $2. Well, listen, that's not bad. That's a cup of coffee. On the one ticket, we we hit the Powerball on one, or yeah, we hit the Powerball on one of the tickets, so we got four, number 14, so we got $2. That's a little wah-wah action. So you got that going. Yeah, over at the Wawa right here in Lavalette. Got that. Yeah, big, 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 big. All right, listen, a couple other things to address here. I yelled at uh, Kermit, who uh, was filling in last minute on Friday. Ross was supposed to be in for the whole week, but Kermit ended up coming in. And and right. he, he calls me like every 10 minutes, and he's ratting on you saying that, I don't know what he was saying, but he was complaining about working with you. So I, I just shut that down. I just want to let you know. I wasn't going to well, tolerate that. Well, he blamed me for not having a report to him. 
That's it was his fault, and he tried to blame you. So I just want to oh, let I you know, know I was on and your not, side on that. Okay, and not only that, but he blamed me on the air. Oh, he did. I didn't hear that. Which is like being a weasel. Yeah, well, he is a weasel. I mean, you're the and one that, that discovered him. And that no, I didn't discover him. He was just there when I arrived. <laughs> He's just but there. He's just lingering in the hallway. He, he was there, and uh, <laughs> and and what you call it? He, he he. That's what he did. I couldn't believe he actually did that. Now, see, I had forgotten about that. Now you brought it back up, and now I'm mad again. And you know what the worst he, part is? Is I was on vacation on Friday, and he calls me right. at eight a.m. That's ridiculous. That's the reason I was on vacation is not to hear from people like him. I know, and it was. <laughs> And it was his deal that he didn't have the report. I know. All right, here's the uh, here's some good news. Here's the last thing I've been waiting to mention to you because I haven't talked to you in a week. Is I got a very nice note visiting uh, New Jersey. Here's a blast from the past. The lovely Miss Christy McIntyre checked in to say oh. hello to uh, all of us who are alumni of the uh, the fabled WPLJ, and she wanted right. me to say hello to you. So there oh, you go. Oh, she's a sweetheart. I love Christy. She's yeah. great. She was uh, vacationing down in uh, Stone Harbor and listening on 99.7. So there oh, you go. Oh, well, Stone Harbor. <laughs> It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. This kind of been the summer of sequels from Minions to Top Gun, of course, which is just huge. There's mm-hmm. a Jurassic Park sequel out. Um, there's just a whole bunch of them. So it got us thinking, is there a sequel that you think is better than the original? Oh. And we said that to each other, and then I said, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who believe Godfather 2 better than Godfather 1. Mm-hmm. I say, I read Godfather 2 is my least favorite of the okay. trilogy. Really? I think it's the original, part three, and Godfather two. 2. I understand that the perhaps the craft of filmmaking is better with the second one. Sure. And I know a lot of people get strong opinions when it comes to uh, Godfather. Mm-hmm. But I feel like uh, Godfather 3 is much more similar kind of Goodfellas. It's got that kind of fast pace. Yeah. So I like it. You know, we started watching, rewatching the Mission Impossible movies just because they're all on Netflix. Yeah, those that's a series got much better as time. Every went on. one of them has gotten better than the original. Yeah. So I talking about Tom Cruise and Top Gun, same thing. Maybe he just gets better the more he does. The more practice he has with the the franchise, the better he gets with it. <laughs> you know, it's it. another funny one is the fast ones, because there's like uh oh, nine of them. Nine. And then there's three I think sub-movies is yeah, the Hobbs Tokyo and Drift. Calvin and Hobbs and Tokyo Drift, right? Yes. The first Fast and Furious is great. It it's is a lot good. of fun. It was a great movie for its time. I think it came out in 01, something yes. like that. Then the next six of them were awful. And now they're really good they're again. They're starting to get better. Yeah, again. Yeah. It's kind of a funny thing how that happens because it used to be, you know, the first one would be good. And then as it went on, they got worse and worse and mm-hmm. worse and worse. But, but now it seems like it's the opposite when it comes to sequels. I also like The Dark Knight better than... Oh, The, the Dark Knight is much better than Batman so Begins. so good. I would totally agree so with that. Good. No so good. No question. Uh, although, I think Batman Returns, if you go back to Michael Keaton, not as good as the mm-hmm. one with Jack Nicholson. Right. You know? You said this about the American Pie franchise, too. You thought the reunion was the best of all of those. American yeah. Reunion was the best I of all I thought they were American funnier movies. as they get older. It was right. less juvenile. Well, maybe you related to them more. Maybe that's why. But I don't know. I'm still pretty juvenile. I don't know. <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> so is there a movie you think the sequel, and maybe it's one that has just come out, like we say, there's a whole bunch of them this summer, better than the original. Mm-hmm. That's your he said. She said. 732-774-4444. You can uh, call us. you got all the lines open right now. Or text us at the very same number. Or do it on Facebook. Of course, you know the drill. Those are coming up. And now some of them, as we say, the sequel is awful. And you say, I don't know why they did this and ruined the whole deal. Let me ask you, uh, now you're a, a you were a kid in the 90s, okay? Yes. So, And I know you're also like me. You're someone who appreciates Disney. Mm-hmm. Aladdin. Classic, right? Yeah. Appeals to all ages. Yes. You had uh, jokes for the adults. You had jokes for the little ones. Yeah. The second one, 
But then the third one, when Robin Williams come back, actually pretty good. It was pretty good. It was. It was. I. I don't know that I would classify that. But not as, as better than the original. Yeah, though. I don't think I would classify that better than the original. I do have to tell you, I while I have not seen it, I am extremely excited for the Hocus Pocus sequel. And I don't. I don't know if it it will be better, but I feel like there's so many more things that they can do now than they did in 1993. That I mean, they're all in their 70s, so there's probably less know, things the, they can do now. No, not them personally. I mean, like. <laughs> Effects oh, and, special effects, yeah, yeah. because in that movie, they had a talking cat, which you could clearly tell was, you know, it was just, it was 1993, so it was a little different. So I'm really excited to see what they do. And they're witches, so they're supposed to... <laughs> and they're witches. And they're witches, so they're supposed to be... Oh, I'm saying you're saying they're all in their 60s and 70s, so yeah. I, the, so what? I'm extremely excited, and I have really, really high hopes that it's going to be better than the original. Now, what's your thought on the Harry Potter I think all of those are good. There's not one that stakes. They're I all think, good. I think they are all good. I think the Deathly Hallows is probably my favorite, so more so than the original, too. Man, so you that, were just one step away from dressing up like a bunny and going to these Comic-Cons, aren't oh, you? Oh, I absolutely would. If somebody You're would one step away from being Xena Warrior Princess at the Holiday Inn on a Saturday. I 100% a movie nerd. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. All right, let's grab some answers here. Sherry said Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was way better than the first one. Mm. I don't know. I don't think I saw that. I saw the I first one. I saw one of them. I couldn't tell you which one it yeah. is I saw, but it was fine. It's fun. <laughs> Tiffany said Toy Story 2. All the Toy Stories are fine. They're all good. I don't know if I agree with the second one. The second one was good. Is that the I, one that's really sad? That's the third one. Yeah, when he gives them all up. The, yeah. <laughs> the second one's when they're in the toy store. Uh, I'm such a nerd. I can't even It's funny it. how people do have these strongest opinions about you know family movies or right. kids movies, isn't right. it? Because you have an attachment that's more emotional? Absolutely. Uh, well, Michael said Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Yeah, Terminator 2 is awesome. Is I that agree with that. Than the, I've, oh, I yeah. have seen those. But the first I, one's good, too. But, yeah, it's great. Now, yeah. There's a series that, like I say, that is deteriorating as time goes on. <laughs> and some of them, so you just might think it's funny where other people don't. Like, I, I happen to think all the Police Academy movies are funny. Yeah. A lot of people think just the first one, and then they all got worse after that. And I guess they did. Right. But if you, you, you laugh at somebody getting hit in the balls with a rake, it's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Funny is funny. 732 444. Call us, text us, get us on Facebook. Some more answers are coming up. He said, She said, What movie do you think is better than the original? It's He Said, She Said. With Robbie and Rochelle. Right, it's been a fun one today. A lot of heated opinions about. A topic that really doesn't matter, and you're he said. He said. <laughs> but people do care about these yeah. things. Talking about uh, movies that have sequels, you think the sequel is actually better than the original, or maybe it's a sequel, you know, several down the line, the fifth or sixth movie mm-hmm. in a film series. Uh, you know, it's an interesting, an interesting one is uh, James Bond. Star Wars, because there's so many of those. Yeah, there's quite a few answers on Facebook that said The Empire Strikes Back is definitely better than the than the originals. But then that's hard so. to say, because remember, the, the ones that came out in the 90s are supposed to be... <laughs> They're in such a weird order that right. it's hard to tell what is the original. I mean, I guess the original is the... the first one that came out so i don't i i'm gonna be yeah, the first one that was ever name, released when we first learned of all these characters i still think original. that one is the best of all the whole series that's but fair. then my second favorite i think has got to be the the more recent one the force awakens yeah that was really that was a good. great one and that then they've, really they've started getting worse again just like i think return of the jedi not as great as the first i can't even be this person that's talking about this stuff <laughs> but james bond is an interesting one because there's like 22 of those i think and that's hard to compare and, and I, it always is people either like the actor that's right. playing the role at the that's time or they say, don't it's hard to compare because 
because whenever you have a sequel, if it's not the original cast, yeah. is it really a sequel or is it just a remake? Because if it's not if it's not the original cast, it's not continuing on, which is what a sequel means. It's, That's a great it's, point. It's a remake if there's not the OGs. I do not know the answer to that. Let's yeah. go to line number one. Hey, how you doing? My name is John. Hey, John. You know, to be honest with you, I know all the Halloweens are good, but I've always liked the number three. The, um, is that the season of the witch? One? Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. I know, really, Michael's not in that or anything, but <laughs> you know, I, I, I got to be favorite. honest with you. I can't give you an opinion on this because I, I don't like those scary movies, so I have not seen any oh. of those. Can you believe that? Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, the, the as far as movie sequels uh, in the Indiana Jones movies, I thought uh, Last Crusade was. Uh, at least as good, if not better, than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, certainly better than the, the Temple of Doom one. Hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. Did you yeah. think the fourth one was any good? I know that one. A lot of people didn't like. Uh, you know, they should have left it alone at the Last Crusade, in my book. But you know, they got another one coming out next year. He's like eighty years old now. Yeah, I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Harrison Ford, but I agree with you. I don't know. Well, love them too, but uh, you know, they're going to wheel him out in a wheelchair with a, you know, with a, with a <laughs> oh, ouch! Now I don't feel so bad making fun of Joe Namath. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for calling. One zero seven one to boss. Hi. Hey, what's up, guy? Listen, Blade Three definitely better than Blade One and Two. You know, I, ne I never saw any of those, but a lot of my friends that are into superhero movies say those are great. Yeah, Blade Three definitely the best of the three. <laughs> Blade One was pretty good. Blade 2 was so bad, I was amazed that they made the Blade 3. You know what I mean? What's the one that people, uh, what's that movie with Keanu Reeves, John Carter? There was about four or five of those. those any John good? Wick? Oh, the John Wick. John, oh, John Wick. Wick. Yeah. Those. yeah. I never saw the last one yet. Yeah, I'll get around to it. Well, but yeah, definitely, as far as sequels, Blade 3, better than the first two. All right, man, thank you. Blade is uh, Wesley Snipes. Yes. The guy yeah. don't pay his taxes. I I've seen Blade 1, oh, actually. It was okay. pretty good. Hi, 107.1 The Boss. Um, if you were a true uh, fan of Sopranos, the way it ended, it left you thirsty for more. Until right. Saints and Newicks came out, which actually allowed us to, you know, went on peaks one more time. Now, hang on. It was really good. So you're saying you thought the Many Saints in Newark was better than the series? No, I'm not, I'm not saying it's so much better. I mean, it filled a void. I'll tell you what, we probably need to watch that again because I thought it was so-so when we saw it. And that's an interesting answer, by the yeah. way, because that is a sequel, even though we're talking a movie that's a sequel to a TV show. Mm -hmm. so. But I mentioned Sex and the City, so. <laughs> so yes, you did. A show would say that'll do that. <laughs> I don't know that that is a movie, but I know that you like um, The Godfather. And we started watching The Offer, which is how The Godfather was made. Yeah. Um, it's not a documentary. It's kind of, you know, but it's really, really good. Like, I was surprised at how good it is. Well, so don't miss it if you're a Godfather fan. That's a good tip. That's not a sequel, though. Did you have a movie sequel you think is better than the original? I don't think I do. I was trying to think, but I don't think I do. Okay. Well, thanks for the film tip. I do appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't want you to miss it. All right. Goodbye. A lot of heated answers on this. Todd said Star Trek Wrath of Khan. Yeah, yeah, that's better than Star Trek: The Motion Picture. I sure. Got, I got to be honest. I don't Khan. think I, I don't think I saw that one. Barbara said Shrek Two. Yeah, all the Shreks are good. All the Shreks are good. Yeah. I, th I think I still like the original best on that one. Kevin said Rambo 2. Oh, man. The most recent Rambo is one of the best in the series, if you <sighs> haven't seen it. messed up. I I'll tell you what, know. Rocky's another good one. That's up for decision. <laughs> Except for Rocky 5, all of them are good. They you know? are all good. They are all with the original cast, so it's definitely a sequel. Rocky 3 might be the best one, the eye of the time. I, I, I might have to agree with you. Yep. All right, we'll keep that going. You can text us anytime, 732-774-4444 or on Facebook. That's your he said. She said. We are just talking about uh, movies where the sequel is better than the first one.
And I don't know mm. that uh, I don't know that I've asked you this, uh, Joseph. But did you see the new Top Gun movie? No, I have not yet. So I uh, I went for the second time on my uh, break last week and saw oh, it again. Oh wow, really? I got to tell you, it's just and listen, I wanted to see Thor. I still haven't seen that Elvis movie. I'm kind of interested in that. Yeah, I want to see Elvis. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go see Top Gun again. Does not disappoint. That is just a fantastic movie. And my biggest takeaway is that the mustache is in. I really. All right. Rochelle just doesn't want me to do it, but I really <laughs> would like to just well, shave off my beard and have the mustache. Yeah. Know? Well, go ahead and do it. What the heck? What's she uh, going to do? Well, well. Well, (laughs) well, yeah, but still, you know, it's real good. It is definitely better than the original. You got to go see it. All right. I'll definitely go do that. I mean, most most sequels are terrible. I know. And that was what the discussion was. But I'm telling you, this is an example. And this is where we get thinking about this, that this Top Gun is better than the original by far. So Mm. much so that I chose it over other new releases that I have not yet seen. So, wow, wow. I was just, you were just talking about Shark Week. All I could think of was Land Shark. Remember that Saturday Night Live bit? Yeah. <laughs> Land Shark. <laughs> yeah, with Chevy Chase. All, yeah, that's all I could think of. <laughs> well, happy Shark Week to you. That's right.